Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode is This Too Shall Pass, Parlement of France. Wait, Veronica, are you struggling with your English pronunciations instead of just your French ones? No, no, just bear with me. If you're like me and used to either the Westminster parliamentary system or the U.S. congressional system, the name of this episode might be confusing. Isn't a parliament just a meeting of national government? Well, in English, this is correct. And it's spelled differently. But in France, parlement, spelled P-A-R-L-E-M-E-N-T, was actually something more akin to district and high courts. The reason I'm discussing this is because the Paris Parlement comes up a lot in Marguerite of Navarre's patron special episode, and Philip was curious how the Parliament, as he said it, could be more powerful than the king. The Parlement of Paris was the oldest of the 13 Parlements in France. It had been confirmed by Philip IV in 1302, but had existed since the time of Saint Louis, Louis IX. When the king issued an edict or made a law, the Parlement, originally just the Parlement of Paris, needed to register it for it to become law. This gave them a veto or the right to ask for modifications of the king's law. This comes up with the Edict of Saint-Germain in Antoine of Bourbon's episode. This is where you see how the Parlement were like a high court. Even today, in the USA, Australia, England, and other countries, our supreme or high courts interpret what our heads of state send to them. And don't think the legislative branch didn't exist in old France. It was the king's court originally and then evolved into the estates general in France and our various parliaments in countries from a common law tradition. And yes, the US Congress is a form of parliament. The big difference between the old French system and the common law tradition is that the law needed to be approved by the courts before it was applied. Whereas in the common law system, our laws are interpreted by the courts after they're applied by our executive branches. Now, most of you may be confused. Wasn't the king absolute in pre-revolution France? Well, mostly yes. But kings don't get to interpret their own laws. They have a judicial arm for that. It doesn't mean the kings like this setup. The Bourbon kings would fight it constantly. But you'll notice the times it comes up in this mini-series have a lot to do with religion. This is because the Parlement had been rather accommodating for most laws until religion became the issue of the day. 
especially when they questioned the religion in the king's own household. This, as patrons know, comes to a head during the reign of Francis I in relation to his sister, Marguerite of Navarre, who was a Catholic reformer. And I use that phrase to emphasize that she was orthodox at the end of the day, but agreed that reforms within the church should happen. If Parliament didn't feel the king was protecting the church properly, they could refuse to register his edicts and laws. So how did these Parliament develop? Well, the one in Paris, as I've mentioned, was set up during the reign of Louis IX and again confirmed by Philip IV. The Parliament of Toulouse was formed in 1443 to cover the southern portion of France. From then on, every few years or decades, a new Parliament was formed in various areas of France. These included, interestingly, Navarre, which was a country in its own right, if also a liege kingdom of France. While the Parlement of Paris was controlled by the Catholic League during the reigns of the last three Angoulême kings, other Parlements were more moderate. Rouen, for example, had been welcoming to the Edict of Saint-Germain, the January one. With that, I will be back next week with an episode about the French Wars of Religion. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen, and please be sure to share this podcast with your friends if you think they'd like it. Your support and downloads really help keep me motivated to continue making these. Thank you, as always. Bye!